I'm ready. Now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? You're listening to episode seven of <gasps> Just Breathing with Laud and Lungs. I'm glad to be joined by my wife once again. We do have a couple other guests lined up, so I'm really excited about that. But in the meantime, you're going to listen to a husband and wife talk. <laughs> Because why not? Why not? Why would you not want to listen to a husband and wife talk? I agree. After they've talked. <laughs> I think that is one of the, the, the things about talking to your wife that's interesting when doing a podcast is that we're in, we have a pretty good relationship. Yeah. Yes, she said that. <laughs> um, it's recorded. And, and we talk. I'm not the greatest talker in the world. Uh, neither am I. And neither are you. But we do it enough that we kind of have all of the conversations out of the way. So when we sit down to do this podcast, we're like, what else is there? <laughs> there's you know, always more to talk about. There's always more to talk about. And and that's why I like doing it. Because it's, for all the talking we do, it's usually over screaming children. <laughs> it's usually... It's usually with other things going on. That's We're doing so other work, you know, whatever's going on around our house. Um, Survival talk. Yeah. Yeah. That's mostly <laughs> what it is. Calendars, a lot of calendars, schedule, uh, child rearing. Um, yeah. Church. That's about it. Yep. That's about it. That's all you need to get through. Yeah. So, um, but we do talk a lot about politics at home. We do talk a lot, a lot about culture at home, kind of what's going on in our culture. And um, one of the interesting things that happened recently, and I'm sure everybody listening to this already knows of the Cuties oh, yeah. documentary. And so we just recently canceled our Netflix subscription. Yes. Partially, predominantly, it was due to this documentary just because it was too far. Yep. You know, yep. there was a lot of kind of back and forth on, was this really child exploitation? Because like the, I don't know if you know this, but the, the director, the French director came back and was like, this film is outlining like the problems with exploiting kids and how kids are earlier and earlier getting exposed to, all of this stuff online and, and they're, they're cop trying to copy it and they feel kind of unworthy and not able to live up to the hype of all this stuff. Why did he make it like Was that? a she? She. Yeah. That's the question that hasn't really been answered. And that's kind of what led to us canceling our Netflix subscription. Some of it's too. We just don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. We don't watch a lot. Which I'm very thankful for. And that's kind of been a change probably in the past year. Yeah. Year yeah. or so. Um, but yeah, that was kind of the last straw for me. I'm like, well, I haven't been watching this too much. I mean, there's like my kids' cartoons on there. Right. But we but don't even let them watch as much TV. No, nah, no, because they are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if any other parent listening to this has ever dealt with this, but when you let a child and we have three, so we have three examples. So it's a large <laughs> sample size. Watch TV for an extended period of time and then try to instruct them to do something. They're like, or or you just shut off the TV. Yeah. You don't even you don't say, need to do go anything. do this. Just shut off the TV 
things come out of them yeah. that I've never seen before. Like rolling on the ground, whining. Rage. <laughs> Rage that this screen was disaffected from their life. And uh. it's it's crazy. But I'm glad, honestly, to be rid of it. Um, there wasn't a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah. Of course, of course, there was this new Sherlock show. Oh, we won't miss it. It'll be fine. I, we won't miss it. We added Spotify. Right. Instead, right. which is much better. Yeah, and I'm already the, using it. Yeah, we got the Spotify premium. Um, and I don't love Spotify either. I don't like all the practices that, you know, we know as as musicians right. and stuff. Right. You put your music on Spotify, you get nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But that's okay. Uh, it's still a good music platform, one of the best out there. And yeah, so our money went to something we actually used right. and invested it there. But um yeah, it's a it is a crazy, a crazy topic. I've seen so many people going back and forth on this cutie subject, and I just kind of I never really talked to you about it. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, hey, I'm thinking of canceling Netflix because of, and you're like, yep. Yeah, I, <laughs> but we didn't really we didn't even have much of a conversation on it. You were just like, yeah, nope. I had been thinking about canceling for a while because of that movie, but also just because of other things that Netflix Netflix was pushing. Right. But I actually wanted to ask you if you could tell a little bit about what the movie is about because I saw on my phone like a someone talking about it, like explaining, you know, a little bit more, but right. I didn't have a chance to watch it yet. So I actually don't know that much about the movie except what you just said. Yeah. And so... So, I haven't watched the movie. Uh, well, yes, of course. Because why would you put yourself through that? No, no. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I didn't expect that you watched it, but did you like listen well, to some, that, some... That's the issue. There was a lot of a lot of people that... I listen to podcasts all day. I listen to a lot of YouTubers. So I know kind of a, a large swath of people that have either tried to watch it, talk to people who, who have watched it, right. and just kind of express their opinions on it. So that's, I'm not coming on firsthand knowledge, but basically just a quick synopsis of what this movie's about. It, apparently it's about a group of 11-year-old girls who enter some sort of twerking competition mm. in order to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. In life. I, I don't know what their goal is. I don't really know all the details to that. But it's weird. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, uh, I don't have Twitter. Because, uh, like I say all the time, it's a dumpster fire. Why would you be in? Right, right. <laughs> why, why would you jump into that? <clears throat> um, but I, I know a lot of people, both sides of the political aisle, this was not a... Uh, it did get political, sadly. Um, that movie? That movie got political. What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Well, it's so silly because How? I don't because everything's political nowadays oh and we goodness. can't separate ourselves from stupid politics. <sighs> but at the very beginning, there was people on both sides of the political aisle that were sharing clips of this video like it's worse than we thought. Right. Because like the originally the poster came out for the movie and people were like, um, no. No. What is this? Oh my goodness. Because it was a it was a bunch of eleven year old girls in tight fitting short shorts right. right looking sensual. Yeah. And people were like, Are you kidding me? Right. 
Why are we? Why are we doing this? Right. Why? Uh, why is this a thing? And why are you promoting it? Yeah. That was the weirdest thing to me. Is that it? I guess it won a Sundance Award. So I don't know how Netflix works. I don't know how the movie industry works. But somehow it was kind of pushed up as this acclaimed film. Yeah. You know. So I feel like I'm gonna have to educate myself more now because before this movie came out there was another I don't know if it was a movie or like a short show series oh a cartoon that came out yeah yeah and I've heard people talk about that too I don't remember the name though yeah I I don't either that's why I'm like I can't help much here but there were there were a few other things that came out that I was like not feeling good about yeah and then this one and yeah so but now but I don't know any of the names of these things so I have to look it up (laughs) yeah it's it's a really scary it's a really scary thing to tread or path to tread because and I'm I'm trying to formulate kind of my thoughts on this as, as we go because I don't want to be some prude. Right. You know, I I I don't want to ever push that on someone else. Right, right. You know, I might know what works best for me. Right. And I'm definitely going to talk about that. You know, I mean, we've talked about pornography in a previous podcast. So I know that that is a path that is not healthy. Yeah. For me. For anyone. You know, for anyone. But <laughs> but again, I'm not going to push that on someone else. Right. I'm going to talk about what's worked in my life. And if that helps somebody, great. Right. You know? Right. And 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 that's the thing with, with the stuff that's happening right now. We've been calling sex art for a long time. Mm. And and you just wonder, as things get weirder, as lines start to blur in terms of, I mean, right now we have a lot of issues surrounding gender. Mm. We have a lot of issues surrounding um, what is sex. Right. Uh, there's all of these conversations going on right now. And it's leading down, sadly, this weird path. Yeah. Where we're entertaining these conversations. Yeah. We're enter- we're entertaining these artistic forms instead of just squashing them and saying, no, 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 you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. We shouldn't even entertain right. the thought. Like whoever was the person that funded or or helped with the the to formulate this idea that this director had right. for this movie. What else are they doing in their lives? Well, that's the thing. Like what <laughs> Because where thing, else are you making money? Right. There's nothing wrong with putting out a. I am so for a message of reaching young people and saying, "Be right. careful." Right. Be careful. And I think <clears throat> I didn't. And we also canceled before uh, we got to watch that one movie, uh, "The Social Dilemma." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we haven't seen that one, but I've also <laughs> heard a ton of people talking about that, uh, and that's basically talking about the way that social media is affecting our minds and affecting uh, the the people, especially young people. Right. And that's what this director claims her movie was supposed to be sort of directed at. I don't think it was made for young people to watch. I think it was made for adults to watch so that they could inform their kids, their cousins, mm-hmm. their nieces, their nephews, right. and say, hey, there's some problems out here. Be careful. You know, don't look at the Instagram model. Right. Who is fake. 
Right. You know, and think that that's reality. You yeah. know? Yeah. Don't try to be that. Um, so I like the intention. Yeah, it sounds but, very But if we me. can't have, like, honest conversations with people and say, hey, I love your intentions. Right. But your actions are hindering right, right. your intentions. There's better ways to go about it. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm going to do a hard turn right now, but... It's the same thing with the 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 racial stuff right now. Mm. There's a lot of perfect intentions right, right. behind many of the people that are pushing this Black Lives Matter agenda. And I'm not talking talking about the organization. I, ha- I have some issues with the organization itself, but the premise of do Black Lives Matter, everyone obviously knows. <laughs> They do. Right. I don't think even that is the main issue. I think people that have really thought this through more thoroughly realize that there's a lot of financial, there's a lot of uh, social discrepancies that don't exist in some of these black and Hispanic and minority Mm -hmm. communities and white minority communities. Right. You know, white, poor white communities. Um. And they have a message that is intentionally good. But their actions, we can't seem to come together and say, that's not the way to do it. You know, because we agree with someone's intentions, we stay quiet about their actions. And I think that's harmful because then their intentions aren't gaining the traction that I think they should gain. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We should talk about race more. We should, not how racist we are, because that's putting a label. Right. See, there's a difference between talking about racism, talking about some issues that have existed in our past that might influence our our future. Mm-hmm. And I think those are great conversations to have, but if we focus, there's a difference between placing a label right. on people placing a label on a country for failures in its past. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, so, again, getting back to to my point about intentions, if we don't call out things like rioting, if we don't call out things like looting, right, because we agree with their intentions, some of their intentions, <laughs> um, we're hurting the we're hurting any action that could be done in the name of those intentions right. you know and that's what saddens me the most with the race thing that's what saddens me the most with people that want young people to know the dangers that are out there right right you know i mean did you ever you're not on social media but did you ever experience any of that growing up i mean i guess you had some tv you had some experience like wait what do you mean Kind of what? So right now, kids are flooded with all of these Instagram models. Oh, They're flooded I, with. Oh no, no. So you didn't experience any of that. No. Wow. Yeah. Well, I and I didn't really. I wasn't on a lot on Facebook when I was young either. Yeah. So. Yeah. None of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're lucky, and that's the thing. I. Okay. Again, back to back to the point of of good intentions. You never experienced that. I'm guessing there's a huge group of people in our country 
that are in the same boat as you that that were right before sort of the blow up of social media, the blow up mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, all of that media, mediums and stuff. So they don't really, that group of people, including yourself, might not truly understand how to warn the next generation. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's good for people that maybe are in that more often, you know, that are on social media all the time and are like, man, this ruined my life. I need to tell somebody about it. Right, right. You know, so I I think it's good. It just saddens me the way that this movie in particular, there's not a huge swath of movies that, well, there's a couple, but that have gone down this path of really exploiting children and, and, yeah. Well, I mean, all media, if we're going back to that subject, all media and magazines and TV, you know, has been pushing in that direction. Yeah. They have been. Well, that's why I said about- it just, that that particular s- movie just seems a lot more like blunt. Right. But you, you know, they're all media is always trying to to sexualize just young youth. Mm-hmm. And um, that's true. I haven't and, really and and, and really young girls don't don't question that. Mm. That seems normal mm. to be beautiful is to be thin and scantily clad because that gets you attention that seems good. Mm. Right. And that is the normal. Right. Right. That's the and that's what you see out yeah. in real life. That's what you see too. So, well, and you'll have, yeah, I mean. So to continue walking down that path almost seems natural. And you're right. It has, even in our lifetime, like definitely, I think in the 80s, because I've watched a lot of, uh, uh, when we had Netflix, uh, there was was like these documentaries on like the 60s, the 70s, Mm. the 80s, and and things like that. And it's fun because I didn't go through it. I didn't experience it. So it's more, it's less, it's some history. Mostly like culture. Right. So it was really interesting. Um, it just goes to show that culture moves so fast. Oh, yeah. So if you think you're hip now, you're al- <laughs> you're already not. Um, so I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to find clothes that are comfy. I don't think I've just, ever been hip. You've, yeah. You've always, you've always had a style. I think, I think even now, like I've actually started to develop what I really like. Right. But I think that's and great. that will be my own hit. But I think that's I'm great. Good with that. That's probably those old people that. <laughs> it's probably those old people that have like the old guys that have like the plaid pants <laughs> that we made fun of. But they're like, you know what? These are the comfiest. Right. You know, they're not wearing jeans. Right. They're wearing these cloth. As long as they cotton. feel like comfortable and feel good, that's yeah, that's good. They're probably they're probably <laughs> so loose in there, so comfy. <laughs> But they found their style, and then they just were like, don't care. Yep. You know, don't care if I've worn this for the past 50 years. (laughs) Like your (laughs) pup-up. He's awesome. He saves lots of money on clothes. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Yeah, he does. What was the story of his driver's license? So he has had, I know it's at least two, but I'm pretty sure it could be three or four. But I don't want to exaggerate. But I know it was at least two, but it could be up to four where he wore the same exact shirt. (laughs) 
And then after he realized that that had happened, then he was like, this is awesome. Oh, and he was like he would trying to make it happen. <laughs> you would do that. We're the same. Oh, God. But we were laughing the one time because, yeah, he was like, look at this, guys. And he's showing us that his new one was the same as his old one. He's like, I didn't even try to do that. And he has the same barber and he has oh, the yeah. same. Oh, yeah. So just everything. a quick funny story about my pup up who I love so much. During this whole pandemic, he let his hair grow <laughs> and grow. And I offered to cut it for him. And he was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to go back to my barber. I'm going to make him work for his money. <laughs> he was like, totally didn't care. He didn't care that it was long. I love that, though. I just, it's just uh, great. That was so great. He had some long hair too. Yeah, he he let makes that grow. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on at that one birthday party. Whoa, he had some sideburns, to say the it least. Was so bad. And if you don't know, he is all white hair, so he had these bushy chops. Like they weren't full mutton chops. <laughs> they were pretty close, but they were getting there. They were getting there. It was he, pretty epic, He did though. not care at all. That's what I love about him. No, but it was like full quarantine hair, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I, mad respect, you know, oh, for yeah. that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> That's so great. I love that. Oh, my goodness. I love that. I don't have, like, I'm too serious about that type of stuff. Like, I feel like I would go into the driver's license thing and think about what I was wearing. But for... The picture. Yeah. Like yeah. I wouldn't think about it for the comic relief that would happen afterwards, right. which what was the last time you looked at your driver's no, license? No Who one cares? cares. No one cares. Even though it is funny that I feel like every driver's license picture that I get, I purposely try to look nice and it always fails. I'm like, how does this fail every single time? Like this is once in every what, six years or something? Yeah. And and it looks bad every time. Well, I always get the same guy. When I go oh, and there's really? like, it's kind of weird and, and it's the one in Shillington. So it's, I go to the same center and there's this uh, guy, he's, he's disabled. He's in a, a wheelchair. It's a perfect job for him. Right. He's just sitting there right. taking pictures, chatting with people. Yeah. It's awesome. We were talking about, I think I had like a, 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 f- a flash, like a Marvel. Oh, I think you're, I superhero. remember you telling me about this. Yeah. I had that shirt on for the picture and, I like come in there and he just starts talking to me about Marvel. Yeah. And like what my favorite superhero is. It's a great is. conversation and starter. It was cool. But he was talking to me. <laughs> well, first off, he was talking to me while he was about to take the picture. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm like trying to like make sure I smile when the picture is about to be taken right. and not talking. Right. Right. You know, but you don't want to be rude either. Yeah. And then, and then afterwards, so this is the DMV and this is like pre-pandemic busy D- DMV right, right. <clears throat> and there's a line of people waiting to get their picture oh, taken no. and he just keeps talking. Oh no. He just keeps talking and like it was awesome. Right. I love talking to him but then I started getting like, like anxious <laughs> and my heart started going because I'm just like. all these people are waiting. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I had tons of people behind me and yeah. I'm like I hope they don't kill me. Because <laughs> they only see me. They don't see him. Yeah, what is he doing yeah. up there? Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't I don't think about that. And I and maybe that comes with age. You know, like how old people they they do. They just give less of a crap 
It's true. No, even I know, and I'm not old, yeah. that I care less about certain things than I did before. True. Yeah, that's true. Like I, yeah. And I'm sure that, I that will just get worse as I, I get I definitely older. will go to Turkey Hill in, well, I think it goes in like, Waves. That's true. That's true. Depending on how you feel. Because like there were definitely some times in college where I don't even know what I was wearing. Right. Right. <laughs> when I stepped in three in the morning into yeah. a Wawa. Yeah. That's you true. know what I mean? Yeah. Like there were definitely some late night excursions yeah. where me and my friends are like, let's go to giant. <laughs> and it's like one o'clock in the morning and wow. we're like walking through giant and like flip flops and Maybe basketball shorts. I never did that. I don't know what we had on. You know, it was ridiculous. But like, and then you go through the phase where you're a little more presentable. Right. You're an adult. Yeah. You know, but like. It it depends how you feel. That's like college is a time of life where you're tired a lot and you're doing a lot. So you don't really care as much. Yeah. And when you're pregnant. When I was was pregnant, I didn't care that much. Yeah. But that's a good excuse. For the most most part, I was so tired. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I just want to be in bed. <laughs> Not a lot has changed. <laughs> okay, that's true. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm over 30 now. So it's definitely you going. 30. I'm 30. But I'm over 30. Okay. I've been 30 for a little while. Okay. So I feel like that downhill slope <laughs> has already begun. <laughs> There's definitely times that I don't care what I look like when I go to Turkey Hill. Well, Turkey Hill doesn't really matter. Yeah. Turkey Hill's a little gross. <laughs> no one cares at Turkey Hill. No one cares at Turkey Hill. Maybe at Target, people will care. Target, people will be like, what style this is, is that? A, this is a fancy store. <laughs> I haven't been in Target in a long time. Where did you come from, Walmart? <laughs> wow. Hey, wow. I can say that I shop at Walmart almost every week. You shop at BB's. And BB's. If, if anyone <laughs> doesn't know what BB's is, so there's like, I don't know, two BB's locations even close to us. We have to go all the way down to Morgantown for ours, which isn't too far. It's not far from us. Yeah. But BB's is like, I don't even know what you would call it. It's like a scratch and dent place. Don't give away. Maybe I shouldn't talk store. about this. Do not <laughs> listen to this. Cut that out of the video. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a scratch and dent store. Right. And it's it but is a little amazing. better though. It is, but you still have to be like, careful. Like you have to take your time. And if you're like finicky about certain things, then maybe you shouldn't shop there. Yeah. But um I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fed us. It has fed us. So year after we year. We would not eat as well as we do. No, we would not have BBs. extra snacks in the pantry. Yeah. Without BBs. Yeah. Just to like paint a picture for people. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this, but <laughs> you'll you'll go to Giant and you'll buy something and list price will be like three dollars. Mm-hmm. You go to BB's, list price is like seventy five cents. Yep, <laughs> seventy five cents. Yeah, I mean easily, <laughs> easily. Yeah, it is crazy. It's amazing. Now, sometimes you have to dig, but sometimes you don't. Yeah, sometimes it just it depends on the item. Right. And for us, like, I have to eat gluten-free. That is what is so helpful. Yeah. BB's for. Yeah, there's a ton of gluten-free stuff. Or sometimes there's not, but anything that's there, I'll most likely buy that's gluten-free because it's like one-fourth of the price. Yeah. Yeah, we don't feel bad if we eat it. We're like, this is horrible. Right. (laughs) We just throw it out. (laughs) 
And then we know not to spend $3 at the real store. Right. Right. For that same thing that we're going to throw away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, BBs. But yeah, you're definitely not disparaging of discount stores. Yes. Definitely not. Definitely not. And I've I've gone into Walmart looking pretty drab. So. Yeah. I think we all have. (laughs) I think most of the workers have. Oh, but I love Walmart. Sometimes I go into Walmart and I'm like trying to get service. And and we all know how that can go sometimes. And uh, I'm like, I tell myself, that is why I'm here. I am here to get the prices. Right. I am not, not here to experience quality service. Nope. <laughs> and so I'm okay with it. I'm okay with waiting in long lines. I'm okay with, you know, not getting the help I need. Because I'm like, this is worth it. It is worth it yeah. for the price that I pay. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm not bashing Walmart. I love Walmart. Yeah. I love Walmart too. All right. I know something we can talk about. What? So, last week, I read something in the Bible. And it Look was... you. Oh, I'm so, so amazing. Um, <laughs> and I just want to talk about it because I thought it was really, really cool. Um it was in Leviticus, I think, okay. or Numbers. Sorry, this isn't very helpful. But it was talking about, so God was speaking to the Israelites and that he was telling them that for the tabernacle, they were to no longer sacrifice to any, sacrifice anywhere else except for at right. their tabernacle. Like outside the, ta- the camp. Or, right. Yeah. Um, and that they weren't supposed to sacrifice to any other gods and all of this stuff. And he, and then he also said that they were supposed to sacrifice it at the tabernacle as a peace offering. Okay. And so that might not sound very significant to you, but it stood out to me because I was like, okay, this is interesting. The people were sacrificing to, I guess, other things or other gods, um, or they weren't doing it correctly. And God was saying, you know, don't do that. So I was like, okay, so to our lives today, we as Christians or non-believers, whoever we are, we are making sacrifices. We are beings of worship made to worship. Mm -hmm. So we are going to be worshiping something, whether it's the true God or it's something else. And we are making sacrifices daily to whatever it is that is at the top. And so then, okay, so that was interesting to me. And then I read a little bit deeper to what what is a peace offering. Mm -hmm. And a peace offering is something that ensures your communion um, or like close communication with with God. And I was like, oh, wow. So God wasn't just saying like, I don't want you sacrificing to anyone else, which he was also saying that. But the reason he wanted them to bring it to the tabernacle to sacrifice it as a peace offering was because he wanted them to be closer to him. Hmm. Because that peace offering means close communion. It ensures close communion with God. And I was just like, oh, wow. That's cool. So like you if you don't serve God, are wasting your sacrifices. And -hmm. if you do serve God and you are begrudgingly, is that the right word? Begrudgingly sacrificing or unwillingly, like holding back, you're still sacrificing to something else. Yeah. 
And But if you actually sacrifice to the Lord and if you worship the Lord, you're going to draw closer to him in communion with him, right? which is the most amazing thing. And um, yeah, I don't know. I was just like, let's talk about that because that was so cool to yeah. me. Um, well, and I think, I think that's been the neatest part about kind of reading through those books again. And I think we talked about this a little bit with Sabbath in the last podcast, um, you know, rest days. But yeah, reading through Leviticus, and I think that's where that was. I think okay. it was still in Le- Leviticus. Um, but I've really been able to glean, because there's some weird stuff in Leviticus. There's mm. some stuff that I don't understand. I don't right. understand the the ritual process, mostly because I don't have to do it anymore. Right, hallelujah. I mean, thank God through Jesus, he paid the ultimate sacrifice, so I don't have to cut a lamb's throat anymore. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could do that. Hallelujah. My goodness. Um, maybe I could. I don't know. I don't want to. If you were hungry enough. If I was hungry enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely have been gleaning a lot more about God's character mm-hmm. this this time around. And like the Old Testament is always seen as God is sort of aloof and he's sort of, he's not as relational. He's and And he seems judgmental and he seems like a totally different God than the God that we see through Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm not seeing that this time around, you know, I'm seeing more and more examples of a God that wants to draw people to himself. And he's jealous for that affection because in like literally the previous section or the previous chapter, he just did this amazing thing for them. Right. Right. He's jealous for their affection because he's the provider. Right. You know? And, and so if you look at like, man, God's kind of, you know, a jerk right here. It's like, no, Right. No, he's not a jerk because he literally <clears throat> just saved them yep. from this disease. He saved them from this this army that was coming right. against them. He saved them from starvation. He right. saved them from thirst. You know, whatever it is, he pr- he would provide sometimes right. seemingly begrudgingly. Right. Right. Bring that word back <laughs> um, because he's so pissed off at their complaining. Right. Right. Um, but he always provides, and he always. All he asks in return is that they be close to him. Yeah. Just trust me. Trust me. Sacrifice to me within my tabernacle where I am. Right. You know, and that's such a powerful thing because he's like, I'm here for you. Right. I want to be here for you. Why do you keep going off and doing your own thing? Why do you keep going off far away from me? I'm trying to dwell with you. Right. And you want to go. Right. You know, you want to go back into slavery. You want to go back yeah. to Egypt. Why? Right. You know, uh, and, and you're right. That that narrative of just God wanting to be close to his people is really is really shining through this time of, of reading through um, Leviticus and in Numbers. Yeah. You know, our recent chapters and stuff. But yeah, that is cool. Yeah. That is cool. It's cool to see past the things that you don't understand to see the heart of them. Yes. You know, and I think that's the key to the Bible. A lot of people kind of give up on the old Mm -hmm. Testament because it's hard. Right. You know, it's not the easiest book. And that's like, honestly, that's the benefit of a church, you Mm -hmm. know, especially if you can be in like a a group of people 
right. that are talking about it and doing reading through it together and are reading yeah. through it together. That's the man. That's the number one thing because I've gained so much from that. You know, just this yeah. this past year from doing that, and and I've really I've read through the Old Testament multiple times, mm-hmm. but. I have never gained as much as I've gained yes. about the heart of God yes. as I've gained from listening to other people. Because, see, this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand about church. And if you don't go to church, but you say you're spiritual or you're a Christian or whatever, I'm going to say something that I think is beneficial to your life. And that is we need other people to see not only our for our own good, to see yeah. our blind spots mm-hmm. so that we can grow. Uh, but we also need it to see other aspects of God yes. through his word. You know, we need in worship and in, and in reading of his word for other people to paint a picture of God that maybe we've never seen before. Yes. Yeah. You know, yep. this passage spoke to me in this way, and I really was able to see God like this. Right. And we're like, whoa. Right. Whoa. I've never seen God in that way before. You know, yeah. we're— we don't get to see him in this life face to face. Yes. You know, like Moses right. did. Um, but we can definitely get a good picture of him right. in community yes. with other people as they, you That's know, so true. As they talk about how they have experienced God, we can be like, wow, he's like that. Right. Wow, he's like that. He yeah. cares for me in yeah. that way. Like, it, it's. It's a pretty powerful thing. And to encourage people too, like when you read through the Bible, the the first like every time you read through it, it's it's different. Yeah. Like and every time you read through through it, at least in my experience, there has been like a different theme. So like last year when I read through the Bible, I saw the love of God and more of the character of God yeah. in the Old Testament. And now this time reading it through, I'm seeing like how Jesus is like so in this. Yeah. Like I'm seeing the connections to Jesus. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so much more clear than it's ever been. And then to go back to the first time I ever read through the Bible, I'm just like picking through it like, oh my goodness, all of these rules and all these sacrifices. And I'd ask my dad questions and I'd be like, why in the world did God do this or why in the world did God allow this? And so just to encourage people, like you, you just keep doing it and you just keep learning. Yeah. And like, you have to, you just have to do that. Like the first couple of times through the old Testament there, they are, they are kind of rough. Cause you're just like, this is, it's almost overwhelming. Yeah. Cause you're like, there's so much crap that happens. <laughs> um, yeah. But so, but yeah, it's really cool reading through it with people. I agree. At like doing it at the same time. Yep. That's so awesome. Well, I don't want to do too long of a podcast. So I'm going to kind of wrap it up um, to bring it back to the intentionality aspect that we were talking about at the beginning. You know, there is an intentionality that is really required when reading any religious text, you know, but in reading the Bible, because Christians really believe that the, the word of God is God breathed or or inspired by God. So man wrote it, but God inspired it. Um, and I believe that. You believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot believe that if you're listening to it, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, read it, and then that's, you know, you decide. 
Um, but do it intentionally. Right. Like I've, I've had a lot of people read the Bible, like people that have been my friends that aren't Christians, but there wasn't a lot of intentionality. They were reading it to either debunk it or they were reading it to gain some, some sort of philosophical insight. Mm -hmm. And you definitely can. Right. There's a lot of great life lessons, philosophical right. lessons in there. I mean, listen to any of Jordan Peterson's lectures on the Bible. Like he's he was going through um all the Old Testament uh books and stuff and really unpacking them and I mean it was it was really good, but it was really uninspired. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Like mm -hmm. I've gained so much deeper understanding of those passages than he could ever teach me right in a two-hour lecture yep you know and so there's something there's something to that but be intentional in 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 doing that just like and and to bring it full circle back to the beginning of the podcast with with you know our intentions for whatever thing that we're trying to go towards in our lives you know be intentional um, and and look at the way that your actions are dictating those intentions. Make sure that they are focused on benefiting yourself and benefiting those mm. around you and and benefiting the world, you know, in those intentions. Um, but let's wrap it up here. Mm -hmm. All right. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, this was episode seven. Um, we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. Seven deep. Seven deep. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, but like I said, we're going to have some more guests uh, in the coming weeks that I'm I'm really excited about. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always leave them in the comments on social media. You can leave them in the YouTube comments. You can uh, direct message. I couldn't remember the term. You can send <laughs> us a direct message. We'll try to get back to you. Uh, whatever your thoughts are, if you have questions, if you have topics you want us to talk about, I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. I don't really have a plan for this podcast. It's really just, <laughs> I want to have good conversations with people that I enjoy. Right. Um, so I don't want this to become some educational podcast. I want it to be free. Mm -hmm. I want it to be real. I want it to be authentic. Um, if you hate that word, I'm sorry. It's a good word. It's a good <laughs> word. And that's, that's our intent. But um, make sure you share this. Make sure you like this. Make sure you heart it if you're on Instagram or wherever you're looking at this. Um, but yeah, so have a great rest of your week. All right, bye.